J-Rod. Buddy. I put in the wrong meeting ID like three times. <laughs> <laughs> that was my bad. No, no, I... I it, it's not because I was looking at like the wrong one that you sent me. I was looking <laughs> at the right one. I just can't read. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and never mind. What are, all those, what are all those squiggles on the page? <laughs> I'm losing it, man. <laughs> it's going now. It's the... Uh, now, I'm, like the first, the first like four weeks, I was cool. The second two weeks, I was like, yeah, I mean, like, I guess we're gonna muddle through. Mm-hmm. And then the last two weeks, I started to like lose my grip on reality. Mm. Yeah. Like just like having the same conversations with my wife over and over again about like which of our friends I hate. <laughs> which of our friends I know, like aren't taking the, this whole thing seriously who's going to be allowed in our house when the state opens up it's like <laughs> yeah welcome to the bit players bits per second podcast I'm Jared I'm Jim I'm Carl I'm Devin Devin's here Woo! very exciting stuff Devin um, hello so this is our podcast at the first uh, right off the jump but uh, we want to mention that Our Save the Firehouse campaign is in full swing. Mm -hmm. Um, If you're still working, if you're still doing okay, we would really appreciate some help Mm -hmm. to keep this place open. Uh, We went from having 100 people in the theater a night, 100 paying customers, to zero for two months now. Uh, So we would like to, when this is all said and done, in whatever form we're allowed to, we'd love to come back. Um, If you can donate to paypal.me slash firehouse theater. Yeah. Theater with an ER. ER. The American way. <laughs> so when we first said fire, uh, Firehouse Theater with an ER, I was like, how have I been spelling fire this whole time? Because <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, it's like four houses. It's a fear house. <laughs> it's, it's Guy Fieri's Firehouse Theater. Flavor House Theater. <laughs> yeah, and he has theater. Oh, Flavor House. I had to go back that I wrote it on to make sure I spelled it right. <laughs> uh, so let's just jump right into our first topic. Who wants to go first? Let's go with Carl. Right. As he was looking away. I actually have it ready. Um, so we we <clears throat> stuck inside for a while. We're probably, you know, still up here. But um, doing a lot of stuff around the house, I'm finding chores that I don't mind doing anymore and chores that... Uh, I, I don't ever want to do again. Um, and I was wondering about what that is for you guys. For me, I don't mind doing dishes. I'll do dishes all day. I love doing the dishes. Um, I do, do you have a dishwasher. Uh, I am the dishwasher. No, we do not have like one of those. Ooh, wow. Yeah. I, I don't mind it. I love it. Uh, I'd kill myself, but I'm yeah. I don't know how I ever existed without one. <laughs> the, like, hmm. well, when, yeah. I've never lived in a place that had a dishwasher. I've never, I've never had one. Liz had one um, in her last apartment, and I was just uh, like, you know what? I like doing the dishes, so you don't have to. Dude, there's no going back. It's just like you, you, you got to get one. <laughs> it's, it's like it saves you so much time. And it's more sanitary. Yeah. The only problem is, 
um, when you get the odd cooking dish or something that doesn't fit in the dishwasher. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And you're like, like the crock pot. Mm-hmm. The crock pot. Oh, the crock pot's a, te- a terror. But, so, little bonus. Like, oh, man, the ease of cooking, like the slow cook, you just set it and forget it. And then I'm yeah, thinking, then, yeah, but then I have to do dishes. <laughs> right. I have a machine for that. But then, but then you know, bonus, because, you know, that's the bonus for you because you like doing dishes. You still get to do pots and pans. Nice. Yeah. Um, so is doing dishes your topic? That's no, just uh, chores. <laughs> um, but the, the, this, the, go ahead, Devin. Well, I was just going to continue on. I was piggybacking right off of you. Like the chores that I'm doing the most right now is the dishes. That's the, uh, and I, and I, I'm, I'm right there with you, Carl. I know I love doing the dishes. I do them by hand also. And for me, it's like the one thing I control. Mm-hmm. It's like this weird satisfactory, like getting a really dirty dish and wash and washing like my own hand, sc- scrape it off. Yeah, this is an oddly satisfying thing. Like, I don't trust dishwashers. I trust myself. Until you hit, a, until you get a spoon, and then you have a tsunami, and you have to mop your floor. Oh, yeah. <laughs> a ladle, a soup ladle. No, no need. Oh my like, god! <laughs> or the um, like the big serving spoons, especially. Yeah, <laughs> the little aqueduct that it makes, right? <laughs> a big bowl and you just go like you do the big swoop and then all the water that's in it just goes hey you. <laughs> and that's the problem with the crock pot <laughs> what about you jim yeah. what, like what chore don't you mind around the house uh oh hmm. like i generally I, I generally don't mind like i'm i'm the house husband i do i i do a lot of the like cooking and cleaning and dishwashing and like so like I've never minded all of that. Mm-hmm. Um, You're the but, house husband. Is that a term? I mean, housewife is a term. It's an outdated term. Well, yeah. You know, I'm taking it back. I can take it from. <laughs> I can take it from my own sex. <laughs> but like, uh, uh, I would just say good partner. Yeah, but. yeah. Well, like that. Well, the the thing, like we we share non-traditional duties and that my wife does like the plumbing electrical like outdoor gardening painting uh and i do cooking cleaning <laughs> like okay uh but um so i don't know like tasks around the house like have never been a problem for me the, the i would say in the opposite direction i never used to mind like running out to the store and doing errands and like mm. just like grocery shopping and stuff now that it's like going out into the forbidden zone, like it's much more of a like it's become much more of a bother. <laughs> so, like I would say, I would say like that that has gone in the opposite direction and become more of a more of a chore than it used to be for me. Yeah, I mean, I guess the grocery store was like my favorite thing before, hmm. and now it's my least favorite thing. Yeah. Um, because of the dum dums, uh, the people that are you know oh, yeah, not following the directions and reaching over you to get beans, yeah, and not wearing yeah. their masks and the one thing about the mask in a store is when they're wearing it and then they pull it down to ask a question. I'm like, that's yeah. Like, why do you think you have the mask? <laughs> you do not know what your tongue is doing when you're talking. Uh, I, I saw this uh, this picture on like Twitter. Of this guy at like, uh, some store, they have a glass panel between the, the cashier and the customer, and he's leaning his head underneath the glass 
barrier to speak to her. Oh my god! And it's just the most just mind. What do you think it's there for? He's <laughs> like, like, like it's not like an obstacle that you have to overcome. Like this is the boss level you have to beat. Like no. My favorite donut shop in town, um, Ma's Donuts. Mm. Uh, figured something out that no one else has been able to do where they just took their credit card reader and like velcroed it to the counter in mm-hmm. front of the plexiglass yeah. so if you're paying with your card which everyone should be paying with a fucking card right now mm-hmm. yeah it should cash be. guys um but if you're paying with a card you just swipe it on the other side and they're like all right all set nice yeah, a lot of like uh, actually a good a good number of businesses are kind of are doing that. They're taking they're getting rid of the like signature option, so like you don't have to pass paper back and forth. Or well, like, isn't there isn't like the they they raise the limit too? Like you really don't need to sign unless it's no. like over sixty dollars or something now. Something like that. Yeah, it's pointless when they put the the saran wrap or the plastic wrap over no matter what people are still touching it it doesn't make sense oh yeah i know (laughs) over oh so they're not touching the machine but everyone can touch the plastic wrap (laughs) everyone knows plastic wrap dies when you know germs die as soon as it touches plastic wrap well that's what that's what saran saran wrap was uh developed by an epidemiologist oh i don't know that's not true i just made that up no i don't know (laughs) But yeah, so I, I'd probably say grocery, the grocery store I went for my favorite because it was like my podcast time. Just peruse. Mm-hmm. I see the other house husbands. Mm-hmm. Um, and just hang out. It was like my alone time. And now it's just... It's, now it's a supply run. Yeah. And not yeah. A tr- it's, it's not really even a chore. It's just... I know. Grocery. What about you? So Devin is also on the... Uh, Dishes train. The dishes. dishes That's something I don't mind doing. Mm. I've just been neglecting, I guess, though. (laughs) Wildly is just is just you know the the other end of that spectrum is I've just I've just given up on on cleaning my room. Yeah. You know, like fuck that, man. Yeah, there's no fucking need. No one's gonna see it. And and I used to like have like a daily habit of I'd wake up and I'd I'd make my bed. No matter what else happened, I'd always make my bed because it was like start. I can do that at least. Now I wake up and I'm like, I'm going to be here for the next five hours. So that's just the only, like, I don't mind doing the dishes, I, I, but it's like, I, I started noticing because I'm eating three meals a day, every time I do the dishes and like, I'll do them at night and I'm like, boom. And then I'll wake up in the morning or the afternoon. I'm like, why are there so many dishes still? Right. Cause I just ate two meals and cooked and why are you waking up in the afternoon? <laughs> I meant I'm waking up in the morning. Or oh. the world of, look at the world we're living in, Jared. Come on. <laughs> That's true. There's no rules anymore. <laughs> I'm amazed I haven't started drinking yet today. <laughs> I, uh, I I just I just finished editing from Tammy. I was like, I need. <laughs> That'll drive any man to drink. Catch Steph, Corn, Tammy coming tomorrow, right? Uh, I just sent it to Anne Marie. It'll be out. Uh, every Thursday. Oh, today. Yeah, today. today. Wait, did, yeah, so cool. is it coming out today? Yeah, it'll be out. I usually get it up around six thirty, seven o'clock. So it is up on Friday when this podcast comes out. Right, it will be up. That's right. Or is this Thursday? 
So it's out right now. Saturday. I, today's, I don't know. Today's no Thursday in the books. Yeah, on the, on a calendar. Yeah. yeah. Listen to this. Check out Steph Cor and Tammy. Steph Cor and Tammy. Uh, so my topic, if everyone is is everyone content with their chores? Hmm. Absolutely. So I've been thinking about this. Um, just because we walk the dog a lot, we see everybody out in their ma- various masks and stuff. I'll leave aside the the chin mask, which I, you see a lot. Which is like, why are you wearing your mask on your chin? Like, then why are you even wearing a mask at all? Yeah. Unless you have like an especially drippy beard. Mm. Um, but my question is, what's your face mask? Oh, like what's your face cover? I mean, because you know, there's different kinds. Like some people yeah. go the bandana route, like uh-huh. I'm wearing right now. Um, some people go with like the real like N95 mask. Mm-hmm. I have some of those that I'm saving for until the world really goes to shit. But um, what's your mask? <laughs> Show us your mask. Show us your busted mask. Show us your mask. I have one of mine right here, uh, made by my my own mother. Um, it is a comic book. Marvel Comics. It has a bunch. Yeah, yeah. That's cool. He was like, "Do you want to? You want one with Marvel or Star Wars?" And I was like, "I'm a child." <laughs> <laughs> um, Do you want Cheerios or Kicks this morning? <laughs> but uh, and then she also, uh, for my adult side, <clears throat> she made me a Bruins one. Go sports. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this one has the elastics, which I don't mind. Uh, yeah. The other one is the ties. Which is really ties are up, are they're they're probably more effective mm. at keeping it in place, yeah. but they're harder to like you can't like rip it down and rip. Which I, honestly is probably a good thing. I can yeah. I can pull it down if I'm you like can't pull it down to talk to people. <laughs> yeah. How they hear me? Um, if so I can you believe they have toilet paper in the store? <laughs> <laughs> okay, Sylvester. <laughs> Suffering, fuck up, Ash. <laughs> now everyone has coronavirus. Mm-hmm. Um, those are my masks: Marvel and Bruins. What's your mask, Dev? My mask is. Uh, I also have. I, I, mean, I have a lot of bandanas that I really probably should be using because I. I want one of those cloth masks that everyone has, but I have this. Uh, oh, this, you have the real. Yeah, it's an N95, but this is like uh, an old like painting mask. Um, I got my, my dad works in a boatyard and he dropped off a bunch of these old like painting and like dusting masks. I used to wear them for you know different jobs and they're okay. It, what, what it is though is like it's, you know, it has the elastic things in the back. So it's really tight. Yeah. Um, you know, and obviously that's supposed to be, you know, it's a good thing. You don't want your mask just blowing off and around, but it's like, you know, it's really tight because uh, so, so it does get pretty annoying sometimes and, it seems like every time that, you know, I think I'm alone on the street and I start to lift it to like itch my face from the sweat, a horde of people just appears and sees me. <laughs> sees like the one, like the one time I, I lift it to like wipe sweat, everyone's like, oh my God, look at this guy. He's, he's, he's the problem. He's got two fingers in his mask. Yeah. And they're like, what? like, is he just licking his fingers? I'm like, no, my glasses are foggy and I'm trying to, trying to fix things. The glass fog is the, is the worst part about Oh yeah. Our people. Yeah. Um, I, I don't think of it. Like, I breathe pretty normally, but when I put the masks and my glasses on at the same time, all of a sudden I'm just back to my smoking days. Just, <sighs> yeah. just this deep breath that fog everything up. It's a, it's a lot. Yeah, I, most of mine are bandanas that I've stolen from my dog. 
Uh, so they have like paws on them, skulls and crossbones. Um, one of them actually has a dog on it. Um, and there's one, a pink one that says, I'm the birthday girl. Yeah. So you, you tested negative for coronavirus, but positive for lice. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, I, I'm, I'm, I am negative for coronavirus, but I am, I do have heartworm. <laughs> and kennel cough. Is that why you're sitting on the rug? Yeah. <laughs> Start scooting. Yeah, well, that was Gracie. <laughs> Here, just apply um, this to the back of your neck. <laughs> I do have, if I'm going out to the stores, mm-hmm. like if I'm going to the grocery store, if I'm going to Job Lot, um, I do have a cl- really good cloth mask with the ties that my um, sister-in-law's mother made me. So that's like my going out mask. It's it's a lot like um, your Bruins one, but it's like she used this cool fabric that's just like birch logs. So it's like little white logs all over. It's really cool. Oh. I remember seeing yeah. like at the at the at the onset of all of this, you know, everyone's selling masks online. I remember seeing like Prada was selling a, a line of masks, and I I considered getting a Prada face mask just just to be just for, just for the clout. Just I mean. Decades from now, when I have my grandkids, they're like, "What was coronavirus like?" And I was like, "I got, I got a Prada mask." <laughs> me, me, and Kanye have Prada masks. <laughs> Meanwhile, it's like it's like the road. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> your children just follow you around, marauding like cannibals yeah. from side to side. <laughs> when the world turns into Mad Max, I have my Prada mask. <laughs> um, hashtag Mad Mask. Mad, Ma- Mad Mask. <laughs> I'm gonna start models. Get Mohawk. Let's just do it. Let's just go. <laughs> I can't. <laughs> I could get like a rock hopper penguin mohawk. Like just the sides. Yeah. yeah. Oh man. I'll put you on the just, front of my guitar. I'll put you on the front of my uh, car and you can play the guitar. Oh the flaming guitar. That's the best part of that movie. I yes. call it the, I call it actually the, the Van Buren when you have the hair on the sides going into the beard. Yeah. That's the Van Buren. It's not the burn side. Because the <laughs> burn side just it cuts out the chin entirely. Yeah. So it's just like whoop. Yeah, just the Civil War general. Yeah. Uh, so like is is so is, is Steve Mnuchin gonna go down in history as being the producer of both the, the fictional and the real life Mad Max? <laughs> Correct. Um so what's your mask, Jimbo? It's uh well, my mother-in-law just made me and my wife a, like these uh, uh, elastic masks with uh, uh, music uh, uh, imagery on them, uh, like treble and bass clefs and like saxophones and flutes and clarinets and trumpets. Nice. Uh, that's what I wore today. Uh, I've cool. got two other masks that are a little that that one my cousin made and one my grandmother made that are just kind of, that, that are that are just straight like a green one and a blue one, but. Mm-hmm. That's right. <laughs> That's sweet. Do you have a going? So, do you um, plan on using the musical imagery ones as your going out masks? No, they're all of my going out masks. Like, <laughs> no, but like your, your. I just kind of use whichever whichever one's clean to go out. Like, it's, I don't have a. <laughs> a low maintenance guy, Jim Foley. Yeah. Um, masks. What? We have to hand wash our masks. We wash them. We can't throw them in the washer and dryer. Oh yeah, you have to hand wash your masks. Yeah. 
Sometimes I just put Lysol on them and then I put it on my face and it hurts. <laughs> <laughs> so I made that mistake only twice. <laughs> if there's enough left over after you drink it. Yeah, well, I mean, I've got to, I'm trying to sanitize my body here. Yeah, yeah, you know. I'm trying to kill the those, virus, baby. That inside the body. Put the light inside. All right, so everyone's masks. Boom, <laughs> boom. Two down, two to go. Our very special guest, Devin, what is your topic today? I was, I was jumping around between a couple topics, but, you know, Jim mentioning uh, the music uh, hmm. mask he has kind of leads me to my question. You know, I, was, I was on the phone with my father uh, the other day. I mean, I talk pretty frequently and he was telling me about all these, you know, we're talking about concerts and, he, you know, all these concerts that he, him and I were playing, we were going to go to a Waxahachie show at the, at the oh, end wow. of March. He was going to go to an against me show. He was really excited about that. Just got going to that too. postponed. Yeah, he was. He, he's really bummed about that. He loves against me. So he's bummed about that. So we're talking about concerts, and we just started talking about concerts in general. And so I guess you know it's just kind of you know uh, a, a broader two part topic. You know, I want to know first of all everyone's first concert, their first concert experience. I love asking people this. Uh-huh. I've been keeping a mental tally in my head of who has had the best first concert experiences. But then also just general concert experiences, you know, either best or worst concert experiences. So I guess you know, I'll, I'll start it off with my first concert experience. Um, I was 11, maybe 12. And it was me, my dad, and actually Chase, uh, Chase Segley, the bit players. We went to the House of Blues in Boston to see the B-52s. Oh, wow. And that was... That is a good first That's concert. a good yeah. concert, yeah. We went, well, Chase and I wanted to go because we wanted to see the opening band. The opening band was this band, the 88, who I loved. They ended up uh-huh. becoming famous for doing the theme song to Community. Yeah. But I loved them before that. They're like a good, and just California, good. jangly pop band. And I want to see them. And I saw they were coming to Boston. Then my dad saw that, the B- that they were opening for the B-52s. And my dad was like, holy shit, yeah, we're going. Like, I will, I will buy you these tickets. We'll go. And we were, we were 11 years old, 12 years old, youngest people there by decades. But it was it was insane to see so many white people grinding to Love Shack. <laughs> it was. I honestly it, think it would be horrible. more insane if it was people of color grinding <laughs> to Love Shack. <laughs> yeah, but point taken. Yeah, yeah, that's a that's a really good first concert. Yeah, was that was a, that was a wild one. I'll I'll, 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 I'll leave you this. The other guy. Um, he saw a guy from the new upstate New York. His first concert was Chicago, which I think is, I think one of the top first concerts. That's a really so that's, good first concert. That's what we're competing against. We're competing against, I think he saw Chicago and it was someone else, some other, maybe like, I forget the other band, but it was a crazy first concert. So we'll start, start with Jared. Cause I'm, I'm actually, I'm very curious. You know, you, I know you, you go to all these concerts. You and I, I saw you at the Ben Folds concert, Violet Femmes concert did. back last summer. So yep. what was your first concert? Uh, so are we talking about my first concert like as a teenager or as like a child? Because are we counting like Peter, Paul, and Mary? Yeah, Peter, mm-hmm. Paul, and Mary, that, that, I would count that. But also, yeah, what's, your, what's the first concert you, you opted to go to, not like your parents made you go to maybe? Um, it was first. No Effects in the Bouncing Souls in Clinton, Massachusetts. Whoa. I mean, my dad drive us two, like two and a half hours out to like middle western mass to go and sit in a gym on bleachers while my friend and i um, moshed around got the shit kicked out of us (laughs) and it was 
top five greatest experience of my life. And the, 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 during like the second song, Kids at the K-Hole, the <laughs> stage collapsed and it like squished some dude's face. Oh, God. And there's like a ton of blood. And it was totally awesome. And they, so the, the stage was slanted down for the whole show. So they were just kept like falling while they were playing during their entire set. It was great. It was great fun. <laughs> and um, I actually ate pizza with the Bouncing Souls. And that was really cool. Oh, and I was like 14. So like, of course, that's like the coolest thing that could have happened. Yeah. That's so sad. And my dad was appropriately awkward and weird <laughs> and complained the entire ride home about how they were swearing too much. <laughs> <laughs> and then he voted for Donald Trump. So like, look at coming. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just uh, yeah. So yeah. So uh, what about you, Jim? What was your first concert experience? Uh, jeez. Like I mean, I think for counting when I was a kid, I think I think Victor Borga may have been my first. Whoa! Which is kind wow. of kind of music, kind of stand up comedy. I don't know yeah. which one it counts as. Um, but yeah, the classical pianist who just like goofs on goofs yeah. on every song and uh I love uh, yeah he's he, he, he did just like this very deadpan danish dude <laughs> yeah if you don't if you, if you don't know who he is but um like i can tell you i think the the best concert was was only a couple of years ago mm-hmm. it was johnny marr at club paradise in boston that's so cool um the which like Talk about Mar of Smith's fame of the Smiths, yeah. But he's like played. talk about talk about like it's the only thing you need to tell you that you don't need Morrissey in your life anymore. Yeah. Like you can break up with Morrissey. <laughs> yeah. The Johnny Marr show. He only played the Modest Mouse songs he was on. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> from that one album he did, he only played those. Yeah, we were dead before the ship even sank. <laughs> <laughs> that was all. <laughs> um, that's a Victor Borgia. That's that's breaking. That's breaking my mind that's crazy that you saw him mm-hmm. i just want to uh, quickly plug yeah victor borgia live in minneapolis is one of the funniest specials out there one of the greatest uh, i might spend my evening watching victor borgia youtube videos he's, yeah he's, he's all over youtube again i may do that myself he's so charming <laughs> i think my, my favorite joke of his in, in live at minneapolis he's doing he's like 15 minutes into his his performance and some people come in late he's like oh come on in come on in says, you're late. Where are you coming from? And they say, you know, St. Paul. Oh, St. Paul. I came from the Netherlands. I beat you. <laughs> <laughs> I think there, there, yeah, there's another, uh, there was another, there's another concert in which people came in late. He says something like, oh, you didn't miss anything. <laughs> <laughs> He's so good. He's been Malkmus did a tour with Victor Borgia. Stephen wow. Malkmus did? of pavement yeah that's crazy really i would love that uh, america <laughs> that's like that's a really good first one though yeah i think you might win now and most recent um i go to a lot of shows so i'd have to even well, i used to go to the, the remember shows <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh i went to i saw we went to Riot Fest in Chicago for Jawbreakers reunion show. Oh, you told me about this. And yeah. that was a blast. Um, I spent a thousand dollars to see Jawbreaker, and That's so it was. All, and I've got to see a ton of like really great bands. Um, actually, I got to see the Buzzcocks before 
Um, he died, and I was in the front row for Danzig, <clears throat> wow. which, fuck, for like a 62-year-old man, that guy is still jacked. Wow. <laughs> and he was still, and he was wearing a mesh shirt. And you just, you gotta respect the confidence of a 60-something-year-old man that's just like, I wear black mesh shirts, and that's what I wear. That reminds that's me, I still have a like gun Veronica. Yeah. You know what? It's did we, didn't we decide we were going to split the cost of Veronica and just to go for it? Yeah, it's it's only twenty bucks. Maybe I'll just get it. I want I want part ownership of it. Yeah, I mean you can have what like you you can either have the Blu-ray or the DVD. Okay, it comes in a it comes in a it's it's a multi pack. Does it come with a stuffed animal too? No, but it does come with the soundtrack CD. See, that's what I'm pumped for. Um, um, so, Carl. What about you, Carl? Um, so, we've, we've touched on this before. And my first, like, concert that I remember going to as a teenager, um, like, when I was in high school, was Zox at the Ryan Center. Nice. Um, and then, on the more embarrassing side, uh, <laughs> years We went 100% talked about this, like, three episodes ago. Yeah. <laughs> did um and I remember <laughs> after i remember after going crap that wasn't my first concert now my first concert was at um the big e does that count yeah oh it counts baby totally Haskell flats yeah see, now we're humming yeah. oh see like i i i'm for like I, i'm forgetting now like uh that, that opens the door because it reminded me of the woodstock fair yeah. In Woodstock, Connecticut, that's where I saw Weird Al live for the first time. Nice. That's what I was going to say was my favorite show I've ever been to. Was mm. I went to a Weird Al concert at Foxwoods uh, mm. a couple of years back. Dude puts on a show. Yeah. This, I went to the uh, what was it, the self-indulgent tour where he just did original songs. <laughs> <laughs> it was incredible. I went like he he only did one like uh, medley of parodies at the end and that was it. Yeah. So he did like um what is it Dave's 2000 inch TV. Frank's 2000 inch Frank's TV. 2000 inch TV. He did she never told me she was a mime. Like he did <laughs> like and he did different songs at every show too. So like the he did like uh what was it? He said something like he said something like she never told me she was a mime was like consistently uh ranked the worst Weird Al song on a bunch of lists. <laughs> so I went I went when Mandatory Fun came out. It was the Mandatory Fun tour. Mm. And uh, I remember I was at the show. My dad drove me to Foxwoods and uh, um, I was going with somebody else and uh, we're <laughs> watching the concert and he opened with um, uh, Tacky and mm-hmm. it, <clears throat> live stream camera following him in the hallway through the crowds and he's singing the song and I remember watching it and then seeing my dad on the big screen just (laughs) 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 husband what the he was so (laughs) (laughs) but I mean he put on one of the one of the Best shows as someone who's so yeah. theater, like every song changed an outfit. Didn't Weird Al generationally, that must be an interesting crowd too, <clears throat> because it spans like three mm-hmm. different generations of 
people, really? Yeah. yeah. There were there were little kids there, and then there were people that four generations. <laughs> yep. And I was like, and it's just, it's really cool to see that. And also to see him give a uh, 50-year-old man a lap dance while we're <laughs> flaming suit, a suit that had flames on it. No, it wasn't actually on fire. Um, <laughs> uh, was hysterical. And also, why wasn't he doing it to me? That was my, <laughs> I was like, what the heck? That could have been me. How did he, how did he get there? <laughs> um. But well, I, th- I think there's like this like secret code among uh, among Weird Al fans that you have a responsibility to pass it down mm-hmm. to the next generation. Like I, like when I was like of a certain, you know, my dad played silly Weird Al songs, and then at a certain age, I was maybe like ten years old. He was like, "Okay, it's time for you to watch UHF." Yeah, you know, like yeah. it's 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 time. It's a red herring. Yeah, good. It's it's time for you to to move to move past. My fart will go on. You know, like it's time. Yeah. <laughs> Is that like a Zoo Crew radio version yeah. <laughs> that like, get labeled as Weird Al on like yeah. Kazaa or something? Some, some terrible like w- Weird Al like in quotations, not actually him, but you know. Way and, 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 and then we yeah we pass like the, the mainstream, and then UHF, UHF, and then uh, Albuquerque. He was like, it's time to fully Albuquerque. You dipped your toe in. Now it's time for me to throw you in. Yeah, that actually makes me want to have children. Yeah. <laughs> Like that might be the only reason. It's like, well, you know, That's... I've got shitty genes. <laughs> probably gonna get diabetes. I'm you're gonna so have be bald. But you're gonna look well, weird out. Short <laughs> and hairy. But I will pass on my love of weird Al to you. I I had the C D running with scissors and do you remember when you had CDs you could put them in your computer and then they would have <laughs> Uh, oh, the, the enhanced CD. Yeah, they'd they'd have like an extra feature on it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, list of songs. Click on bonus, and then it was like a video. And I remember mm-hmm. that it was the first time I ever discovered a special feature on any kind of disc. I was like, "What?" And I clicked on it, and it had like Weird Al's biggest fans, and they were like interviewing different people. I mean, it was all fake, but there was like one guy who was like, "I'm Weird Al's number one fan. I have a microchip in my head that plays Yoda over and over and over." I've seen that? <laughs> yeah, that's the that's like yeah, that was I think that's the like the Disney Channel special that they ran like on Weird Al. That was super funny. <laughs> I I remember blasting Weird Al outside with friends. Not us. Not an artist to blast with your friends, but yeah. we, Why not? Uh, all about the Pentium, Pentiums, uh-huh. uh, the spoof to bench, all about the Benjamin. Great song. Yeah. And, yeah. Oh, phenomenal. And then right after that was uh, cross dressing truck driver. <laughs> he played that at the, uh, uh, the self indulgent tour. And he introduced it by saying like some, uh, uh, some people view this as a problematic song about a uh, a, a cross-dressing truck driver. Mm-hmm. Some view it as a perfectly fine song that's sung by sung by a man, but actually from the point of view of a female truck driver. Yeah. Or some people view it as just a ripoff of the Lumberjack song. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, yeah, yeah, I mean, he sings... Uh, it was driving my truck with my high heels on. Mm-hmm. That's what it was. Yeah, um, driving my truck with my high heels on. <laughs> uh, 
such a good and then Devin you mentioned Albuquerque I used to yeah. know all the words to that song I believe well, right, <laughs> yeah well right before quarantine we were you know after a show we were at Caleb and Broad and somehow we got on the topic of Weird Al and Albuquerque and immediately both me and Carl's eyes glaze over as we try to like recite it all like right then and there living in the basement of the uh, old tackle shop next yeah uh was that you, you know the place yeah, <laughs> yeah. Liz, Liz was like do you want another drink you're like hold on just wait I'm, I'm in a zone I'm, I'm remembering it all right now <laughs> as her eyes rolled back into her head like how does it like oh my god it's, it's nine minutes but we're gonna get through it like it tells that's the best yeah yeah. Guys, I might get divorced tonight because it's going to make my wife watch Victor Boja and Weird Al <laughs> all night. And the drive-through is is a is a gem. Oh, it's beautiful. Oh my God, it's of a time. Like, uh, like, but it, like, it is. But on TV, <laughs> it's no. Just because R. Kelly is a very problematic person. No, no, no. Like, not because of R. Kelly, but because, like, that was the time when everybody was, it, like, that was the thing to make fun of at that time. Yeah. Like, so I feel like everybody had their parody of that. Mad TV did it. Um, Trapped in the Cover. Jimmy Kimmel did it. Uh, but Weird Al did it best, in my opinion. Yeah. Because, yeah, yeah it, was like, it was like this genre busting, you know, uh, performance, you know, a hip hop Mm-hmm. Which is a phrase that, which is a phrase that peaked and then died, <laughs> yeah. which, like the same day. I I almost got tickets to see him when I was in eighth grade, um, and he was playing at it was either Mohegan or Foxwoods, and I asked my mom, I was like, Mom, I want to go see Weird Al, and she was like, Okay, well, where is he? And I was like, Foxwoods. She's like, I'm not taking my fifteen or thirteen year old kid to a, a casino. And I was like, But Mom, it's Weird Al. I want to see Weird Al. And uh, I just, and then like, ever since that, I was like, I'm going to go see Weird Al before I die. It's going to happen. And now I want to see, like, every time he comes around here, I was like, I will drive two hours mm-hmm. after I want to see him again. Mm-hmm. Man. That reminds me. Uh, we have a, a, a four-man date when someday <laughs> Weird Al is allowed out of his cocoon. Yeah. <laughs> keep Weird Al safe during this whole thing. That's you know, Weird Al, if you're listening, <laughs> number one, let's hang out. Yes. <laughs> uh, come, uh, number two, if you could donate to the Bit Players at paypal.me, that Firehouse Theater, or slash Firehouse Theater. I have um, every one of your albums, including Polka Power, and I like that one a lot. <laughs> we, we, we go to a lot of concerts, and we talk about this stuff, and there's tribute bands out there. There's tribute bands for Boston, Chicago. Uh, Bad, Badfish. Uh, the Eagles. <laughs> Badfish has made a career out of yeah. playing yeah. Sublime songs. And that you guys were, like, we were growing up, that we were listening to, and we get older, when we're, like, 40s, 50s, there's going to be tribute bands to bands that we listened to when we were younger. I want to... When I'm in my 40s in three years, yeah, we'll... we'll. <laughs> They're a Justin Bieber tribute band, you know, like uh-huh. <laughs> it's it, that just boggles my mind right now that we could be going to a tribute band of like Blink One Eighty Two. Well, I feel like there's already Blink One Eighty Two tribute bands out there, but like Jonas Brothers mm-hmm. tribute bands, fucking Five Seconds of Summer. I'm just the Billie Eilish tribute is gonna be weird. Like it's, yeah. it's gonna be something. <laughs> I truly believe is that 
in, in all seriousness, uh, the Strokes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Like like the early two the early two thousands indie, uh, bl- blow up of the Strokes, Interpol, Ar- Arctic Monkeys. Like that's gonna that's gonna see a whole renaissance, I think. Yeah. And the band will be called Garage Band. Who's <laughs> <laughs> the band that uh, if I fall back down, y'all gonna pick me back up again? Oh, rancid. Rancid. Like a rancid cover band or tribute band. Oh my god. My head's just exploding thinking about it. Doris Duke cover band. <laughs> no one wants this. Um, I would go see a One Direction cover band, but it has to be 50-year-old men singing One Direction songs. <laughs> That's what makes you beautiful. Like a, like a Celtica karaoke type of situation. That is what that, a tribute band is. A tribute band is, if I'm 50 years old, I'm going, man, I miss One Direction. Hey, Jared, Jim, Devin. You guys want to start a One Direction tribute band? <laughs> yeah. There you go. I actually have like an incredible amount of respect for the tribute bands too because uh-huh. the idea that they they do all the same things that like a regular touring band does. Mm-hmm. But you know automatically half the crowd is just like tribute band. Yeah. Like, but like the passion, like you're just like, yeah, I really know all of these Black Sabbath songs, yeah, like, really well. Well, I was I was caught a while ago in like a YouTube hole, and I was trying to f- learn. Stay with me, this one. I was trying to l- learn a particular Billy Joel song, an old one, um, off his off his uh, first album, Cold Spring Harbor. Anyways, but I came across a Billy Joel cover band, and they killed Little it. Joel. They were they were. Billy Joe, not just Bill, Billy Joe. Bill Joel, yeah. Bill Joel. It was Billy Joe. Oh, it was Billy Joe from the Green Day, yeah. Bill Joel. Bill's Jules. Jill Bowl. <laughs> the, finest, the finest musician. God damn it. I love Billy Joel. But uh, they killed it. This cover band, they killed it. Because it was like, yeah, the passion. And like, they just nailed yes. every note. And like, obviously, like, that's, that's their job is to not mess it up. But it was... Billy Joel is someone to me who, like, whoever's singing his music, I wouldn't, I wouldn't, would, like, wouldn't depend on like whether it's him or not like yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah I, I, I still stand by bon jersey bon jersey i don't think i've ever seen a, tri- a straight up tribute band like just a, really? a, 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 i've seen cover bands i don't know if i've ever seen a tribute to a band that's a tribute to one artist yeah that eagles one was right there eagles tribute right there that's crazy. eagles tribute were, were they just called <laughs> eagles tribute uh no i i don't really remember. I try to block most of it out. Well, what I, you what I, yeah. oh, what I like, you know, kind of different, same vein, um, is is the thing that a lot of bands do on Halloween, especially where a, a, a known band will go as a different band for Halloween and do like a cover. Fish set. does that. Like Deer Tick goes as uh, Nirvana, pretty yeah. often. Like I think that's always really cool, of like a already formed band doing a whole cover set. Modern yeah. baseball did the killers years ago. That was killer. Oh. That was so good. Yeah, it was killer. It was killer. Yeah. Is the is the killers tribute band going to be the victims? <laughs> <laughs> the killers tribute band is called. Hey, don't forget Brandon Flowers is Mormon. He is Mormon. Yeah, he is. We got one. Not that. You've got Brandon you got Flowers, you got Brandon Flowers, Donnie Osmond, Jimmer Fredette, baby. Before he was just Brandon Flower. Yeah. <laughs> the name of the Eagles tribute 
I saw was called Another Tequila Sunrise. Oh, that's terrible. Oh my god. What a <laughs> but you should I was gonna say you should like if you're gonna start a Eagles tribute band, you should call it the Eagles. Because <laughs> technically that's not a band name. Technically there's nobody called the Eagles. Yeah. Like, because they, you know, what do you, what does every like hardcore Eagles fan say to you? Actually, they're called Eagles. They're not called the Eagles. Well, my band's called the Eagles. There you go. <laughs> All there are there hardcore Eagles fans. Yes. Well, like, have you ever met a dad? <laughs> <laughs> I saw them at that concert grinding with one another. <laughs> <laughs> it's like you know, like the the the. Eagles, Steely Dan, Doobie Brothers uh, in their CD changer. <laughs> most of them. Bob Seeger. Like, it, it's a, all those artists sort of run together. Yeah. Or in leather. All right. So, Jim, what is your topic? Take us home. <laughs> so, like, uh, so actually, you know what? I had a thing that I was going to, I was going to piggyback on something that I, I, I forgot what it was. Um, Oh, yeah. It was from, uh, like, the trapped in the closet thing. Like, what, like, what's the, the things that, like, were the, were the, uh, Vogue thing to, like, goof on and, like, make fun of and that everybody was, like, all about, like, for, for a short period of time and then, and now they're nothing. Like, now they're all played out. Because, like, that's a, I think that's a, like, trapped in the closet is a perfect example of something that had just, like was built with a time limit in it. Mm. Like even you know, not considering who you know what R. Kelly turned out to be. Um, but like, I, I don't like what what's a what's another thing? What, what are some other things like that that for for a time like everybody everybody gathered together to like sort of collectively either like make fun of or comment on or goof on that are now like done. <laughs> Hmm. Uh, are they problematic things or are these like, it doesn't have to be it could be just things that like had their time and went away uh, the entirety of the mid 90s and referring to Ellen DeGeneres as Ellen DeGenerate <laughs> oh wait okay. I actually never heard like wait the like as it like as in the, the anti-gay stuff yeah like every every radio Oh. Guy, every morning show person, every like is always Ellen Degenerate. Oh my god! <laughs> Maybe I just wasn't listening to my consonants that because <laughs> I didn't <laughs> that closely. <laughs> I can think of a few in. Uh, oh man! If we're gonna go there. into like radio, like uh, like the the recently deceased WAAF in Boston was what I used to listen to all of, all through high school, and they're like a fount of just like played out. <laughs> yeah, um, you want to specifically? It was Man Cow Muller. Mm. Oh God! Yeah, <laughs> wasn't great, but yeah, so that's mine. Like Clint, the Clinton and Lewinsky were the uh, it's probably the number one. Like, <laughs> oh, that's gotta be number one. <laughs> Like every, every every like every like radio local radio DJ had their Clinton parodies, you know, to to to, to do the weird you know to, to do the weird Al thing again, like that you know the sort of thing that would get labeled weird Al on the peer share peer to peer sharing apps and like Clinton. This is the, 
dispiritingly not weird now. <laughs> it was all over LimeWire every time I downloaded a song. It was. <laughs> I did not have sexual relations with that woman. And I was like, damn it, I wanted that song. Yeah, even my high school band had a Monica Lewinsky song. Mm. It was called We Don't Like Old Bubba. It was 15 seconds long. <laughs> Good, you were woke. <laughs> yeah. I, like no, because the words were not woke. Oh. <laughs> this is like an example. Of the they weren't anti-Semitic. Yeah. So let me be clear on that. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. <laughs> this is like the modern age version of that, Jared. When I was in college, I used to like. I was in a lot of bands, but I used to like also have a DJ. Used to DJ sets, and we did a DJ set at Bennington, and I and I sampled that Hillary Clinton, uh, Snapchat from when she from like 2016. That's yep. her drinking a beer in Colorado going, I'm just chilling in Cedar Rapids. <laughs> and I used to, and it's, the most, it's the most cringy thing. Just, it's a horrible video. You can find it. I'm just a Snapchat of her holding a beer in a, I remember. <laughs> a, in a, in a Chillery Clinton beer cozy. And then the camera turns on her and just going, I'm just chilling in Cedar Rapids. And I used to sample that in every, in all my DJs. <laughs> that's why she, that's why she didn't win in Wisconsin. And that's why <laughs> it's all your fault. This is all your fault. It is Devin's it fault. Is. I, Devin I killed the country. I, I single-handedly destroyed DJ sets and Hillary's. <laughs> <laughs> uh, to answer Jim's question, I'm, try, I'm trying to think of uh, two things, uh, of a couple of things that were wildly, you know, made made fun of or you know discussed. And the first thought went straight to flash mobs. I haven't seen a flash mob in a while. Yeah, where the fuck are the flash mobs, are the man? Flash well, I mean, I well, know we know where they are now. I we know, know where they why they're not around now. But like. <laughs> yeah. Now is not the time for a flash mob. We know that now. Oh, but how uplifting would it be and then immediately terrifying? <laughs> yeah. But, like, there's that whole thing, like, that group in New York, whatever it was, that would do, like, them on the subway and, like, Grand Central, they all, like, freeze, like, they all freeze in place or whatever that group was. Um, they do music. Improv, improv New York or whatever they were called. They do improv everywhere. Improv everywhere. everywhere. Yeah. yeah, but there's all these like flash mobs, you know, like, like at Disney, like a wedding proposal that was huge, and yeah. then take 2013, 2012, just evaporated. I think for the for the best, I think. Yeah, and I think that's like the like the prank shows. Um, I mean, in Practical Joke, mm-hmm. they're still doing it, but I mean, like Andy Milanakis, um, when he was doing, everybody started. I I did it too. Uh camera and we used to just mess with people um the amount of times i fell out of the tree across this panera bread while my buddy was recording and then asking what year it was uh to people as it <laughs> was so much fun and doing stuff like that where you're recording actual people's reactions where you can't really do that anymore because everything's online everyone's like hey wait you're Murr. yeah <laughs> well that's that that's actually why they've become more effective or the impractical jokers guys have become more effective at what they do because mm. now they just look like a bunch of middle-aged men from staten island exactly and like when they were younger like it was like oh these guys are famous now it's like you know you look like an old version of sal volcano <laughs> <laughs> watching uh or i was reading an article on it they <clears throat> two minute thing you watch on TV with them or three minute like bit that they do takes like nine hours to film because 
so many people come up to them and go, oh my God, wait a minute, I know you. And they're like, all right, get out of here. Take a picture. Yeah, all right, cool. See you later. Um, <laughs> we got to find somebody who doesn't know us. And I, I remember every time I go to New York to visit my brother, well, not right now, but I used to hope, I was like, I want to run into them and I will play it off. And I was just like, I, I, I want this. This would be so much fun. Um, yeah. But just to think like you can't really do that anymore. Mm. Sad. Um, I, but I do love punked. Mm. I think punked is still great. Yeah. Like the idea, like I love like the episode where he stole Frankie Muniz's car. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like heaven to me. Or when Zach Braff. Yeah. The on aired episode. Lovable Scrubs character calling a thirteen year old a little shit. <laughs> <laughs> You're just like, wow, he's kind of an ass. <laughs> well, there's like the unaired part of that where Zach Braff beat up the kid. <laughs> there's, honest to God, they, when they, it, Donald plays on, like, I want to I punk Zach Braff. So they had a kid like, spray paint his, his brand new car. Yeah. And, and Zach Braff actually chased the kid down it wasn't supposed to catch the kid but he actually caught the kid and just like threw him to the ground <laughs> and ashton was like oh no like, <laughs> uh, ashton and th- that's never been shown but they, they, it's like talked about yeah who does it now <laughs> when ashton kutcher and then it went somebody else I don't remember. I have no idea. Ralph Macchio? Chance the Rapper. Ralph, yeah. Chance Antonio the- Sabato Jr., I think. <laughs> <laughs> Alfonso Ribeiro. Alfonso Ribeiro. Punked is now on... Is it Quibi? Is that what that thing's called? That new... Is that new stream? Oh, is it now on Quibi? Yeah. And it's yeah. Chance the Rapper who's doing it. Uh, oh. Wow. oh. I could have swore there was like someone in between. That kind it of- is... Oh, King Bach and Distorm Power. Yeah. I don't know who those people are. Those are, like, those are guys from Vine. Yeah. So. Great. R.I.P. Vine. R.I.P. Vine. Man, I, I, wish, I wish I got on Vine when I did. I would have been TikTok yeah. by now. <laughs> that ship has sailed, my friend. Yeah. All right. This is the end of our show where we quit our bits and we talk about one thing that we can't stop thinking about. Jim Foley. Uh... Hmm. You know what? This uh, you know the the Dunkin' coffee uh, actually. That now that I'm drinking it less, I appreciate it more. <laughs> That's a good one, <laughs> Carl. <laughs> Mine's a little weird, but uh, we live on a street that is the common path for ambulances, fire trucks, and cop cars. And I'm not complaining that they're doing their job. I'm happy that they're doing their job. Uh, But I just wonder at three in the morning, is there a volume on the siren that they could just turn (laughs) down a little bit? (laughs) So he turned that down. I don't think that driving at 3.30 in the morning on my street that they would have to... First of all, all of my streets go like down one. There's not one that they have to worry about somebody coming across. There's no none that connect or go through our street. But, but you know why they're on your street? Why? 
Because you live next to like an old folks home. Oh yeah, no, they drive all the way past. <laughs> oh, yeah, down the street there is one. That's right. Oh crap! But still, turn. I walk my dog past your house every day. <laughs> so, I mean, like I feel, I feel like, <laughs> but at the same time, I'm like at three thirty in the morning. Is there like a volume control on it? Just be like. <laughs> You're not going to hit a lot of resistance on the roads at 3.30 in the morning. So do you really even need the siren? Yeah. It's not like I don't know what you are either. If I'm crossing the street and you're doing the siren, I'm not going to be like, I'm walking. (laughs) What are you in a rush? Where you got to go? You know, I'm not going to. Obviously, it's an emergency vehicle. But that's my bits. Not a great one, but. (laughs) Couldn't there be a volume that we could turn down, please? Uh, I took, like, this is a, I'm going to, uh, like, I, I, I'm sorry to cut into Vincent, but, like, I just, that reminded me of, like, when uh, one year for my grandmother's birthday, like, my family, like we, we took her to uh, see the stars of Days of Our Lives at the Melody Tent on the Cape. Um, and so, like, they took, you know, it was all, like, all like the soap opera, like stars from over the years, like the, the all the the the, big, the the main hunks, and uh, they took Fucking questions. Stefano, Stefano uh, wasn't one of them. Like uh, oddly enough, I forgot if he had passed away at that. No, I don't think he did. But it was it was Bo and uh, John Black and uh, two other guys. I forgot. Um, but uh, the they went to take questions, and it was mostly, you know, like moms and grandmas. Uh, a guy stood up and was like, "Like when the, when the show's running, the, the music gets too loud, and I can't hear the dialogue underneath the music. Is there something that you can do about it?" <laughs> <laughs> and like like professionals, they answered the question. They like said, "Yes, we've heard that. We've heard about that before." Like with the confidence of. With the immediacy of we get asked this at every show. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny. <clears throat> anyway. That was me now. It is my, my bits in. Uh, you know, I don't got too much to too much to bits about. Um, hanging low. I will just soapbox it. Got my soapbox for a moment. I was out. It's a gorgeous day out today. It's I mean, it's, it's getting to be progressively more and more nice out. And I was, you know, I was out in the park near my house here in Providence wearing my mask. A lot of people who weren't and just acting as if things were blown over. So I just get in my soapbox and say, I'm glad it's warm out. I also want to enjoy the warmth, but let's be able to enjoy it in the future by acting now. That's my bits in. Do the safe yes, thing. Exactly. Do, do the safe thing now, so that we can all do that later. And I want to bits about white privilege. <laughs> um, actually, on this, on this, I'm oh actually on, I'm on the same wavelength <laughs> as, as you. Um, it came out today that um, there's a group in Rhode Island that is suing the governor for the stay-at-home orders, um, saying that it was unconstitutional, and they end their rant with. Let's try to save our summer. Ugh. And the idea that like you're entitled to a summer. Yeah. It's just like this insane like 
you know, you know, we're worried about coronavirus too, but like, what about the summer? Like, like you're not, that's not what we're talking about here. Like every, Mm -hmm. it sucks for everybody. It sucks for me. It sucks for you. Do you think I like doing this? Do you think like the governor likes doing a press conference every day and ask the same questions over and over and over? What about my wedding? It's like, fuck, it sucks for everybody. Yeah. Some more for obviously much more for some than others, mm-hmm. but like the privilege of saying that this is about saving our summer. Yeah. It's just like, yeah, man, you know but, what most, you know what I do during the summer work. Yeah. <laughs> like, like this is the, where it bothers me that people say this is going to affect my summer. And I'm like, Oh my God, are you going to be Okay. Well, let's let's talk about you for a second. What what's so important about your summer that this is this is going to be so bad for? Oh, you can't go to the beach. Oh no! <laughs> what do you can't? Oh. Get oh no! Like, I'm, <laughs> dude, I would rather not go to the beach for ten years than die. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah, think like, most people get it. I think I think it's like seventy five percent of people understand. Yeah, mm-hmm. and then there's just a small minority or loud people that are not taking it seriously, not being cool. So just be yeah. cool. Understand, and I I understand. Like I read in an email from um, CVS that we're in this together. We are. So <laughs> we must all be in it together. Jared and CVS against the world. <laughs> yeah, we're we're doing it together. We're testing people. We're we're making billions. We're just taking care of it. TC, okay. All right. This has been the Bit Players Bits Per Second podcast. Uh, you can catch us right here in your podcast feed. Um, if you have the means, please uh, donate to the Firehouse Theater. PayPal. Uh, dot me. I for- dot already me. forgot the address. PayPal dot me. People.me slash Firehouse Theater. Um, we are going, we got a bunch of little things coming up. Uh, there's Steph Corn Tammy coming up. Mm-hmm. There is, there are one-on-one interviews. There's the six bit. There's the podcast. Um, like for Mother's Day, we posted some really fun videos that we, where we were singing to our moms. Um, please stay engaged, stay with us, and uh, we are going to bring back some fun as soon as we can. Carl, you have one thing you want to bring up? Say follow us on the Instagram. Each bit player takes over for the day. If you want to see what we're like during the day, um, just give us a follow on Instagram. We'll also be doing a lot more silly things on there as well. So keep an eye out there. It'll be a lot of fun. Cool. So this has been the Bit Players Bits Per Second Podcast. I'm Jared. I'm Jim. I'm Carl. I'm Devin. And this is the best we can do. I forgot the, the best concert that uh, that I went to see was actually Doris Duke at uh, yeah, uh, uh, Jimmy Swat. <laughs> 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 <laughs>